Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk, July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. Welcome to Real WW Talk. It's the podcast of three diverse friends, Candice, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the Weight Watchers plan. Each week, we talk about our health journey on WW. There's no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, Candace and Ricky are enjoying time away, so I thought you might enjoy hearing from a member of the Real WW Talk community who's also a WW national coach, Coach Kimmy. She is smart and thoughtful, artistic, whimsical, and loved by so many in the WW community. We're going to get a peek behind the scenes of Kimmy's life and talk through some ways to make a fun and healthy holiday season. Are you ready? Let's talk. Well, hey there. Welcome to hey. Real WW Talk. I am Erin, and I have a special guest with me this week, Kimmy. <laughs> yay, yay. Oh, Erin, thank you so much for having me on here today. I'm, I'm, I'm missing the other two girls. Give them I some grief for me. So Ricky and Candace are enjoying uh, another week of vacation, so they're not here with us. And so, you know, this journey is always better together. And so I thought rather than doing another week by myself, I'm going to I'm gonna call in and shoot my shot with Kimmy F. Here, Coach Kimmy. <laughs> oh, I'm nervous. I've never done this before. So I'm looking forward to where we're going to go with these conversations. And yet you're a WW coach. You host all kinds of coaching sessions. So if you are a part of WW and Kimmy, we've got people who watch uh, real WW talk and listen on the podcast literally around the world. And we try to create a space where you don't even have to do WW to get involved mm-hmm. in the conversations. Mm-hmm. But for those who are in WW and you have the, the membership that allows you to do the online um, online meetings, you may recognize Kimmy as Coach Kimmy F. Uh, she's a fantastic coach, and she's also part of the Real WW Talk community. Mm-hmm. And just excited that you're here and you get to dive in to the to the topic. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk a little bit about um, now that Thanksgiving has has happened. Like, what does the rest of the year look like for us? So, but before we do that, I do want to celebrate some people in our Real WW Talk community. Um, Kimmy, I know that you're in there, so you see so many of the conversations, mm-hmm. and there's so much good news. <laughs> um, I don't know if you saw this, but Betty, she shared with us on Sunday that she completed a triathlon. She said, I, I finished that. it last, but hey, it was an hour of activity on a beautiful fall day. Mm. 
How did she do that in an hour? I mean, I, it would have taken me like half a day. I, I mean, I'd still be there. I'd still be there right now. <laughs> right. And she's, she was, and she used it as a disqual, like, oh, well, I finished last. Like, I've never done a triathlon mm-hmm. at all. I love, um, Patty wrote, she said, you finished ahead of all of those who didn't even try because they figured mm-hmm. they couldn't. Mm-hmm. That's me. That's and then that cool, like, try in triathlon, you know, the fact that you tried a triathlon, like, we ain't trying it, okay? So, Betty, way to go. <laughs> I love Betty's it. Betty's awesome. <laughs> way to go, Betty. Uh, Teresa, she has just started the Real WW Talk Holiday Hustle. That's our step bet. And by the way, if you have decided like, man, I can't do this one over the holidays, Mm -hmm. we still have our next one is going to be coming up soon. We'll be talking about that because we promised you we would have step bets all the way into the new year to kind of help everybody stay on track. But she said um, the the holiday hustles has really given me the navigational beacon to maneuver around obstacles I traditionally struggle with during the holidays. That's that. a fancy, that's a fra- fancy phrasing right there. I just need everybody to know that I lost the November step back on the first week. Okay. On the first, yes. On the first week. And I recruited for that step back within my group. And I'm like, y'all, I'm out. I'm already out. I'm already lost. So, um, how did you do it? I know if Candace was here, she'd secret, secretly be going, Hmm. Mm, more money mm-hmm. for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Maria. I think Maria won November. I think she got the money and she was one of the ones. I'm like, come on, you got to do it, Maria. We're going to do this together. And then I don't know what happened, but I just couldn't get I'm, I'm training for a half marathon, but it was the everyday walking. That was it because I got a little tear and I needed to rest. And so it was like once I had to rest, it's like I couldn't catch up. So yeah. well. Out. That's the smarter choice, though. I mean, rest if mm-hmm. you're doing if, to get mm-hmm. what you got to get for a half marathon. When's your half mm-hmm. marathon? December, yeah, December. Oh. <laughs> it's like a round. Yes, it is. Coming around the corner. Um. Okay. Then Abby, this is kind of cool. Abby had started a thread within the Real WW Talk Facebook group, which, and again, you can join it if you want to. Uh, just search Real WW Talk on Facebook. Um. But she had put a call out for some people who maybe wanted to be an accountability partner, and there were so many people who responded to it. She decided to start a Real WW Talk accountability group which is awesome. So I've pinned the comment uh, to the top of our Facebook group. So if you're looking for an accountability partner and you want to go maybe to a group that's a little bit more dedicated in that way, um, feel free to join Abby's group. That's just a little offshoot of ours, which I think is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then don't forget, real if you are um, a WW member, there is Connect and there are different groups within Connect that you can choose uh, for accountability. I'm in a couple of groups. There's one that's a gluten-free group. Mm-hmm. Uh, our local meeting group is in one. And of course, Kimmy, your your group as well, right? Yeah, I, I do have my own Coach Life Connect group. Again, that's for the um, for the premium membership. But I am going to tell you that next week, you may have already noticed that Workshop Finder has changed some things. So they are starting some specialty workshops that you don't have to be a premium member to attend. <sighs> Um, for instance, I can't tell you what the other ones that are coming up, but I am coaching one for uh, members who are on anti-obesity medications, the GLP-1. So that's a specialty workshop and you do not have to be a premium member to attend. 
I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that WWE is doing that. That's so great because mm-hmm. I don't know if you're, if you're in as one, is it the core membership? Is that what it's called? Yes. Formerly as like digital only or whatever. Yeah. That's core. And then premium gives you the full access to in stu- unlimited in, in studio and studio. Okay. I love it. You know, you still need support one way or the other. And I love mm-hmm. that there's at least just a little something for mm-hmm. somebody who's on the core plan. Mm-hmm. That's so yeah. cool. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, and particularly, I mean, I feel really, uh, I'm really excited about the GLP one memberships. And I know that's controversial for a lot of people, but there are, when I did my coaching coursework um, last spring, you know, what I became aware of are so many metabolic disorders that we don't even talk about. And so I'm really thankful that WW is taking this seriously and providing an extra tool. But what I found is that there are so many members that are living in shame because if they tell someone that they are on a GLP-1 drug, there are so many people that give them a little bit of um, grief about that, you know, make them feel that shame. And so I really am glad everybody comes to this with their, everybody's trying their best. You know, that's what I believe. Everybody's trying their best. Yep. Cause at the end of the day, if you're, if you're choosing that, if you're going to as a solution, you feel like you're up against the wall and nothing else mm-hmm. is working. Mm-hmm. And when you want to be healthy, when you want to lose weight, you're, you're willing to try anything, right? That's why we all did cabbage diets 25 years ago. (laughs) Yeah. I juiced for like nine months one time. And I remember the first time I ate a salad, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm chewing. Food is delicious. You know, I mean, we've all tried everything. Everybody's trying their best, but there really are some serious chronic conditions that lead to metabolic syndrome. And, um, you know, I'm I'm just glad that we're providing some tools for, for that group too. Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we're the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. And you know, especially for so many that are growing up now, food choices and so many things are are different from when I was even growing up. Obesity is different in kids today than it was mm-hmm. when I was growing up as a kid. And we don't know the impact that that mm-hmm. has, even as we look at the future of weight loss. Mm-hmm. You know, what what do those food choices when you are obese from that young age, how does that affect you as you as you grow older? And it doesn't. Mm-hmm you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't come off. So yeah, there, that's one of the things I appreciate about WW is the science, always digging into different uh, science behind mm-hmm. behind that. Well, look at, look at your group. I mean, your group has so many different people that are doing it different ways, you know, with different tweaks of, of the same, you know, idea of just trying to be at uh, the optimum weight health. I mean, that's another phrase that's coming up a lot is weight health versus goal weight. There's a difference, you know, uh, I, I am above goal weight, you know, but I am in a great weight health right now. Yes. You know, there's, there's nothing holding me back right now. I just ziplined on the cruise. I jumped off cliffs. I canoed, I danced, I ran the track on the ship. You know, I'm in a great weight health, but I'm not at goal weight. And there's a difference, you know, mm-hmm. fighting to get to that number versus 
being the best you that you can be at various stages in that weight spectrum. Do you feel that you are at a better frame of mind at this at this weight versus when you have been at, at a goal weight or below mm-hmm. a goal weight? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I've been coaching for eight years and there were times that I was at the low end of that BMI chart of that weight goal chart. And I will tell you that my obsession with that number um, was all I could think about, you know, and I think that while I would still like to be ultimately at goal weight, you know, I do think that that goal weight is a good number for me. I don't think it's a ridiculously, (laughs) the very highest number of the goal weight chart. And I'm I'm, honestly, I'm okay to be 10 pounds over that. I'm 20 pounds over that. I don't want to be closer to 10 pounds or less, but um, I feel like, you know, at 55, I just had my birthday that for the first time ever, I really look at this through the eyes of this is the way I'm going to live for the rest of my life, Mm -hmm. that I don't want to be on a diet. You know, I want to make the next best choice. I want to have Christmas cookies. I want to have that Chick-fil-A peppermint milkshake, but I don't need to stack the peppermint milkshake with the fries. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe a few fries, but you know, I don't have to have all of the things, you know, in order to feel like it's the Christmas season, you know, and yeah. I'm, you know, I'm happy about that. Yeah. I, you know, I think that's such a great point. I mean, that's something that you, you know, anybody who's listened to us for a little while knows that we're just trying to get to a place of happy, mm-hmm. right. And, and for us, that has less to do about what the scale says and more about how we feel in our bodies and how we feel in our minds. Mm-hmm. And, at the same point, we want to be the healthiest version of ourselves. And mm-hmm. so following the the healthy habits, following all those things so that we can have, I, I love that the the term good weight health, because mm-hmm. I think that's, that I've felt more freedom. It's funny. I felt more freedom and I'm about 15 pounds above what I would call my comfortable weight. Mm-hmm. I've found more freedom in my head than when I was at that. Cause I felt like I was always trying to gun to the next thing, trying to gun to the next thing. And I'm mm-hmm. trying to lose the 15 and I am, but there's less pressure. Mm-hmm. I feel less like stress about mm-hmm. it. And I'm you happy know, Yeah. One of the questions in behavioral coaching is, you know, what will you do different when you're at that weight that you're chasing? Mm. And if there are a lot of things that you would do, if you weighed less, then that's definitely something to consider. But if you really wouldn't live your life any different, then what is so important about that number that you're chasing? You know, we have to connect the what's holding you back. What are you going to gain from that. And, you know, at, at my weight today, I don't really feel like there's anything that I'm not doing. You know, would I like to have a smaller number in my jeans? You know, maybe. Would I like to feel like I didn't have arm fat hanging off my bathing suit, you know, when yeah. I was zip lining? Yeah, maybe. But um, the older I get, the less I care about the way that I look and more about the things that I can do, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a, that's a great perspective. And even now just thinking about coming off of, um, coming off of Thanksgiving, I shared last week that I remember in the past, like Thanksgiving was such a struggle for me because it Mm -hmm. was, it's 
it feel in my family, it's all day long. Food is the mm-hmm. way it, it feels. Same. And then I would get to Friday and, you know, food is everywhere. You can't, you can't avoid it. It's really hard mm-hmm. to avoid the food. And at least in, in my particular situation, mm-hmm. and then I would overindulge and then I would get to Friday and the shame would set in and I would sometimes not go to my Saturday morning weigh in my Weight Watchers meeting, which is exactly where I needed to be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and, and then I would let that keep tripping me up the following week. And mm-hmm. as I've, you know, gone through my WW journey, the, one of the first steps I started making was I'm going to go to the meeting on Saturday morning. I don't have to weigh in but I need to be in the meeting for accountability. And that usually Mm -hmm. was a great hurdle for me getting over it. And then Mm -hmm. it just became, I don't want to feel this way on Friday. I don't want to feel this way on Saturday. So what am I going to do on Thursday? So it Mm -hmm. doesn't feel that way. Mm -hmm. And I, and I know that I can sit here and feel really comfortable with how Thanksgiving went because Mm -hmm. it's the food is still there, but it's less about the food than it was before. If that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that we've been talking about um, getting prepared for the holiday season, and this is just kind of my own personal thing, not since I'm from Weight Watchers, but you know, you've maybe heard that phrase generational wealth. Um, I've tried to create this thing called generational health. Um, and I come from all the people in my family are um, obese and Thanksgiving is like the national holiday, like the Super Bowl. It's your Super Bowl. And it it creates anxiety in me because, you know, who doesn't like all the food? But, you know, a few years back in 2016, I decided I don't go with my family anymore. We now that we live in Texas, believe it or not, we had some random cousins that live in Texas. So we invite them to come over. It's the funniest thing. Like we've never spent Thanksgiving with these cousins until we moved to Texas. But it's great because it created a different expectation. And so what I would do is in 2016, which is when I lost 85 pounds and um, hit goal again, I started making a tweak to one recipe each year. And this year, my daughter was like, mom, mom, remember when you, you make those mashed potatoes, but you, you put those other things in them. What is that other thing you put in them? Well, I started doing half potatoes, half turnips. And so it cut the carbs down quite a bit. And so, and they couldn't even tell the difference. They actually liked the taste of the half potato, half turnip. And so I started going, you know, what if I cut back on some of the sugar in this or some of the butter in that? Like, would anybody really notice? And then here's what occurred to me is that they don't remember the food that I grew up with. with. I'm the mom. I'm creating the food memories for them. And so that's generational health that I'm creating. It doesn't mean we're having steamed broccoli and chicken breast on Thanksgiving, but it's a way to take some of those recipes and just make a few modifications that nobody even misses. Yeah. I I love that phrase of generational health. And I think that's a really great way to look at the different imprints that each of us have, even if, Mm -hmm. so like, I realized for me, like one of my imprints is I'm always bringing something new to the Thanksgiving table. I'm always bringing some kind of a vegetable dish or some kind of a healthier dessert that for those who want something that's a little bit healthier, they depend on me to bring something because they Mm -hmm. know it's going to be gluten-free. They know it's going to be dairy-free. They know it's going to be heavy veggie quotient or something like Mm -hmm. that. Um, but it's still going to be really good because I'm not mm-hmm. crudite is just not, it's not that it's not my thing. Cause I will definitely eat it, but I'm always looking mm-hmm. to 
I want to elevate it. I want to, mm-hmm. I want to do something a little bit more with it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's a really great perspective to think about what are we bringing to the table on that? Do you, do you test pilot it before the big day? Nah, I trust myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, I remember one year I showed up with stuffed mushrooms and my family was like, do not ever bring those again. Like, we don't trust you. We have to have the things that we've always had. And I'm like, ah, oh, there you go. I'll make, I like my job is to make the gravy and I make the gravy full, real gravy with, you know, turkey fat, the butter, Mm -hmm. although it's going to be lactose free Mm -hmm. and gluten-free flour. But I do like the full, I do the full version. So Mm -hmm. I don't cut anybody out from that, but my new thing, whatever, because I, I just love to experiment. I love to experiment Mm -hmm. in the kitchen. I love to cook different things. So they always know there's going to be some new thing. And usually those who don't partake, they're like, what's Aaron's weird thing this year? And I'm like, the weird thing. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. I'll own it. I'll own the weird thing. So. You don't pop the top on that gravy jar. You mean that's not the gravy that you're having at your house? You <laughs> okay. You probably make fancy cranberry too. You don't do the can no. and I don't. I've that's tried it. I tried the fancy cranberries and nobody would touch it because that is one of the traditionals in our family. If there aren't lines in the side yeah. of it, it's not cranberry. So <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. I'll relinquish that one. <laughs> we we do it just for the sentimental value that can, but um, I do have a really awesome um, cranberry recipe and, and we love it. And so, and it is healthier. It's apples and pineapple and cranberries and sugar-free um, strawberry jello. Oh, it's awesome. Do the recipe. I'll I'll post the recipe in the group. Please do. Because I think we need to link to that one in the show notes. Mm -hmm. That sounds amazing. Okay. So what does, what does December, I'm going to ask, not Kimmy the coach, but Kimmy the person, what does December look like for you? I know you've got a half marathon training, but like, as we think about, I always feel like December, everybody's kind of like, I'm I'm either going to hold on for dear life to get to January one, or at this point we've thrown in the towel Anything goes and I'll restart on January one. Where do you fall on that spectrum? Mm, it's tough. You know, I, I've currently, I've got flu A. And so um, I, I'm a little nervous about my marathon, my half marathon training. And I just want to put a little side note on there that I never intended to run a half marathon, but my neighbor, who's a WWer, wanted to run a 5k. And so that's how it started. And then my daughter said, mom, maybe someday you'll run a half marathon. And I said, no, I'll never do that. I, I'm not doing, I, I have ran a couple half marathons like years ago, you know? And so anyway, I couldn't get her face out of my head as she said that. And I thought, you know, as a mom, my kids are in college now, you know, I don't get to impress them very often. <laughs> and that's something that would impress her if I did it. And so it's been kind of a connection for us. So I just say that because I feel like there's half marathon people and then there's, non-half marathon people. And I would say I clearly identify as a non-half marathon person. Which is so funny because I would say you've done a couple half marathons and you're doing one now. You, to me, clearly classify as a half marathon person. No, the other marathons, the other half marathons that I ran were back in the early 2000s and and my kids were uh, four, three, and two. And the only way that I could escape my house was to go for long runs. So it was cheap. My husband was, my husband's like, oh, your mom's getting healthy. You know, yeah, she's on her long run. And to me, that was just like, I'm getting out of the house right now. I need a break. <laughs> so, um, so now it's a little bit different now, you know, being like I said, 55, I, I feel like I just want to prove that I can 
still you do, can do it. Yeah, I can yeah. still do it. So, yeah. Um, but, okay, so what does December look like for me? Well, my problem is that it, when I <laughs> coach, <laughs> I just, it's like this. We just talk a lot. And so these things come out of my mouth. And I haven't really thought through exactly what I'm going to have to do to do the thing that I said I was going to do. So I like fun stuff. I have to have like a fun theme. Like I want to dress in theme clothes on the cruise. I want to dress up for the, you know, half marathon. And so I love the 12 days of Christmas because that sort of takes me on. And, and when do the 12 days of Christmas start? Is that December 1st through the 12th or is it like the 12th through the 24th? I never I, know. I think technically it starts Christmas day into the, into the new year. Oh, well, okay. I got all that wrong. So I think I'm going to, st- <laughs> I, I think, think but I'm not positive. Okay. Well, I don't know. It's like British or English or like an English tradition or something. But so what I'm thinking about doing is taking the 12 days of Christmas and starting on December the 1st. And like, if you do like a partridge in a pear tree, yes. so like that pears, like, you know, shopping for some beautiful pears and maybe like grilling some pears and looking forward to that food thing like that makes me excited you know I like that you know you're gonna like day number two because day number two is two turtle doves so go in and buy in either some of those turtles or a couple of those like beautiful like dove chocolate you know having my two chocolates something to look forward to on on those days you know I love that I just by the way I had to google it because I needed to figure this out and it does the 12 days of Christmas do start Monday December 25th but you roll them whenever you want. To okay. Because. We're going to do it. We're going to do it different. It's your but, 12 um, days. It's, I love having something to look forward mm-hmm. to, you know? And, I, and, and so when I take a theme like that in the month of De- December, is a hard month for me. I'm just going to be, you know, I don't know how much of my story, you know, but I, I lost an eight year old daughter um, on December 8th. So this is years ago, but so because of that, like December is always one of those really tricky months emotion wise. And so if I've got something to look forward to, I tend not to go into that emotional eating side of me. And so, um, so yeah, I think I'm going to focus on like doing a 12 days of Christmas and like five golden rings. Like I love to go to like anthropology and shop for earrings or, you know, just, uh, it doesn't even have to make sense, but it's just something to kind of have like a daily accountability. I know some people do Advent wine. Okay. They got the Advent wine calendars. I, I'm going to have my 12 days of Christmas on December 1st. That doesn't make sense to anybody but me. But It's yours. It's your 12 yeah. days. Well, yeah. thank, and thank you for sharing that too, because I think that adds a, another, that additional layer underneath of there are a lot of people who struggle at the holidays and we actually just had somebody share within um, the real WW talk Facebook group about the holidays are really hard. They're just in a different place where uh, she lost a 10 year old daughter or her, mm-hmm. she lost her daughter, ten, excuse me, 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And just in her grief and her healing pushed a lot of family away to where they don't get invited to anything anymore. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. for this year, just feeling the loneliness and mm-hmm. just asking and that's what I love about our group is just asking for suggestions on um, how not to dip it, use the loneliness and to dip into the food part uh, mm-hmm. to feed ourselves, to, fe- to feel better. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciate you sharing that mm-hmm. um, because it just gives a little bit more light into different ways that we can think about how to frame 
the season and also not dip into the hard parts where in the past we've, we've used food to -hmm. comfort ourselves. And I think that's for a lot of us, food is we've talked about before foods, the comfort. So if we don't have Mm -hmm. this thing, what do we have? What do we, what do we turn to? And I love your plan Mm -hmm. of having something, Mm -hmm. having something planned for it. Mm -hmm. Something fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know, one of the things that I think is really beautiful about the, the virtual workshops and Tuesday nights, I coach at night and I see that a lot. I see a lot of people clicking on in those, in those times, in those hours that are darkest for them. And um, just by feeling like they're not alone and that there's other people somewhere in their pajamas, sitting in a lazy boy chair, that's also trying their hardest. I, I, I love that. You know, I love that we can all, I don't think anybody gets it like, like WW people get it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that because it's such a great community. Mm-hmm. And I, I always feel like people, when they show up to the meeting, a lot of times they're feeling defeated. And I really see that as the first step of mm-hmm. uh, taking a little bit of power back and, and lifting yourself up, that it's not, um, you don't have to walk in with your head low, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because it's, oh, you're, I, in that, you're in that space to pick up. I walked in mad in 2016 when I walked in the door. I mean, my, my thing is joy on the journey. Like I'm known for being joyful, but when I look back at that day that I walked into WW, I was, I was ashamed and I was mad. I was mad at myself for letting myself put all the weight back on. And it's, it's so in this, you know, eight years that I've been coaching, it's been so nice. And especially to coach through COVID, you know, I was an in-studio coach and then I became a virtual coach. Um, to just understand that um, you're not failing when you gain weight, you know, life is life and life is life. And, and there's going to be times when we are lower and times we're higher and times we're maintaining. And um, again, we're all just doing our best, you mm-hmm. know? And I think, you know, we tend to look at ourselves like, how come they don't gain weight when X, Y, Z happens? I think everybody's mm-hmm. got a thing and this just isn't their thing, but there's someone else. All of us have unhealthy habits. It's just that, Ours are more visible <laughs> because mm. we gain weight, you know? <laughs> Isn't that so true? Yeah. You know, and it's it's so funny whenever I go back home, I'll, I've got a couple of friends and they'll be like, I'm, I'm heavy this year. You know, why do they have to say that? Like, why do they feel like they have to tell me or be accountable to me for that? Because they've seen me up and down and up and down through the years, you know, um, I, I've, I have a really hard time maintaining my weight. I'm always in weight loss mode. And it's when I'm in weight loss mode, (laughs) maintaining. But as soon as I stop, I'm gaining and I gain very fast. And so, you know, we're all just, I'm learning. I'm learning about myself, you know. What's something new that you've learned about yourself at, so you just turned 55. Mm -hmm. Um, Gosh, I Oh, I love having you here because you can speak to just that little bit, that little bit older. Um, Cause well, all of us, I'm the oldest out of the three of us. I'm 42. Um, mm-hmm. What's something new that you're, that you've learned about yourself in your fifties and that you're looking forward, that you're looking forward to in your 55th year? Um. Well, one thing is I live in, I live in Texas and I have always loved margaritas. And so what's been interesting is that 
when I started running this summer and it's so freaking hot here that if I had had margaritas the night before with my husband, and it's kind of a thing that he and I love to, we look forward to together. We go find different places and try them out. And um, was that I had a hard time running the next day. And I, I'm not talking about, you know, being plastered. I'm just talking about having a margarita or maybe one and a half. I just didn't have the same energy. I was a little dehydrated. And so I started cutting back on drinking over the summer. Um, and again, not because I felt like I have a drinking problem, but because I realized I couldn't be my best me if I had them the way that I had been. And so I just started cutting back. And what I found was I didn't need them. And so uh, it's, it's, I mean, I know we know that, right? But, but it just was a disassociation of automatically ordering the margarita and choosing, is tonight a night I want a margarita or is this just something I automatically do? And that's, that's something that I coach on is being in the driver's seat. And so I felt like by putting the connection together that I want to feel my best, period, you know? And so if having them only makes me feel good in the moment, it's not worth it the next day. And so, and isn't that the way it is with lots of things, you know, the pecan pie at Thanksgiving or, you know, the, the candies that somebody's bringing to the office that you don't even really like, but you're eating them just because they're there, you know, save it for those things that you really want. And, um, and so cutting back on alcohol has been a big thing in, in my fifties. And the other thing is, is that um, I, is I'm much more of a badass than what I ever thought that I was. And I say that like, because I'm really not, but we are all tougher than what we think we are. We can push ourselves, but I think at some point we stop pushing mm-hmm. ourselves. Do you think we stop pushing ourselves um, just because we feel like we've conquered enough and we just don't want to do one more thing? Or do you think there's fear involved in that? I think we're tired. I think, I think we get fearful of getting hurt or getting injured, but I think we just don't. I mean, do you remember when you were a kid and you would be like, I'm going to race you to the end of the street, you know, and you would just like race somebody to the end of the street and your heart rate would get up and you'd be like, oh, that was fun. That felt good. And now we just kind of sludge along, you know, and even, even in the walking challenge, you know, I would be out there walking, but rarely would I like, I'm going to speed walk. I'm going to, I'm going to walk as fast as I can right now. You know, we just kind of hold back. And I, I found that by pushing myself and running, I actually created more energy than when I was just walking or just trying to get through, you know? Yeah. You know, it's funny. Um, so I didn't do that as a kid. I didn't race other kids because I always got made fun of bar none. It was always made fun of for how I ran or what have you. And then as I got older and started exercising, I just felt like that same thing would happen again. Like I had the gym Mm -hmm. fear. I had Mm -hmm. all, I had all of that. Anytime that I had to go out and be in front of people in that way was, um, it's just anxiety inducing because I just didn't want to get made fun of. And at some point I just put a switch on my head and I went, I am X years old. I'm not this anymore. Mm -hmm. And, um, I don't care. I don't mm-hmm. care what anyone thinks. And I'd always wanted to be able to run. And I just started. I mm-hmm. just tried it. And it was like, I felt freedom. It felt mm-hmm. so good. And I think one of the things that I love, like even with doing our step bets, like that's an exercise competition I can win. 
<laughs> I'm never going to win an exercise competition, but I'm going to get my money back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good for you. You took mine. You took mine. Oh, I took no, yours. That's so good. You know, on the cruise, there were a couple of WW members that found out I was going on the cruise. And so they were like, can we come on that cruise? And I'm like, well, I'm not going to be a WW coach on the cruise, but if you want to come, it's, that's your business. And so this, this woman came and she's, she's 65 and she's like, you've created this spark in me to want to try things I've never tried before. And she's like, I've never ziplined because I've never met the weight limit. Mm. She's just lost 90 pounds and Amazing. she's, she's ziplined and I can't swim. So to jump off the cliffs, like we had life jackets on, otherwise I probably couldn't have done it. But like even just stepping off of a of a cliff, even though it's not like, you know, those ones that you see on TV, but um, it's so scary to just jump into the unknown. But the more times you jump into the unknown, it's like you just keep opening up the door going, okay, what else is there? What's next? And that's, yeah. and that's what feels like living, you know? Yeah. And that is the greatest gift that WW has given me is that freedom. I, same. I love that. Well, so as I'm thinking through in December, I'm hearing you making plans, like fun things, like what's something fun. It's got me thinking, okay, what's my fun thing that I'm going to do in mm-hmm. December? What, what's like, what's my one thing that I can do? I've got to think about it. Cause I, I want to be intentional with it, mm-hmm. but I, I love, I love that idea. Because mm-hmm. I have just been gunning at work. Like I got to just get to, what is it? December 15th. That's my last day. Mm-hmm. I got to get to mm-hmm. that. But like, I've been so focused on this thing that I'm not thinking about, hey, the rest of this. What's, you know, mm-hmm. what am I going to do for me? I mean, I just think it's this journey isn't fun. We, we, it's a diet. If it's not fun, then we're not going to make it that lifestyle, you know? So what does fun look like? You know, do we have to simplify what fun is on the journey? Um, I think you guys are creating a lot of fun in your Facebook group and and through your podcast. I mean, I enjoy them. You guys have kept me running uh, longer because I want to hear what's next, you know, but if we don't have fun, you know, and when, when we set goals for ourselves, I mean, the goals that we set that are, I should do this and I need to do that. Oh, no. Okay. Well, pick, pick something you want to do that you will do, you know, that's, I hate hate exercise. Okay. I'm just going to say that I do not like exercise, (laughs) but I like fun movement, funner size, mover size. I mean, make it something fun and I will do it. And so if the food choices are fun and it's a French hen that I'm going to call a baby chicken. Okay. uh, I mean, that sounds fun, right? Tonight is our French hen night. And, you know, I I always thought it was calling birds on the four, four calling birds. It's collie birds. What are collie birds? I, I, I don't, I don't know. Do. I don't know what a collie bird is, but you know, maybe it's cauliflower. Right. You know, <laughs> you know. Oh, you're no. going to make a chicken cauliflower sculpture. It, it, I think so. I mean, have you seen the Baskin Robbins turkey ice cream cake? That thing is just uh, looks so <laughs> gross to me. But you know, just have some fun. Have some fun with it. I love it. I the other day I saw. Um, a place around the Baltimore area where it's, you know, you can go through like some of the drive-through light displays, but this is actually a walking light display. And I think I might do that because that feels like fun to me to mm-hmm. kind of walk. I'll get my steps. I get to see some pretty lights and mm-hmm. get a little activity. Maybe I'll put that down on the calendar and invite the girls, mm-hmm. see who wants to come with me on that. That feels like fun. Yeah. I, that, I like it. 
So like to me, what I'm hearing for December, it would be a, is a great theme is what's going to be fun. Not all the things that you have to do kind of mm-hmm. untangle our minds from all the food things, but like, what is, what's for you and what's going to be fun for you mm-hmm. in December, just to make it more meaningful. Not like we're trying to stave off the weight, stave off the new year, but like run leap and jump into it in a really awesome mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. I like that. I mean, it is important to remember the season, you know, and, and that's the thing is like, when I let my weight journey dictate what the most beautiful, you know, season is of the year, that, that's, that's, that's not what I want to look back on. I'm not going to look back on this 15 years ago, 15 years from now and go, oh man, but remember, remember in that December when you, you didn't have this or you said no to this. No, I want to still say yes to some high point foods and take the shame away from it. Now, I typically try to hold off as long as I can till Christmas, like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Where I struggle is that week of, you know, Christmas to the new year can be a really tricky week. So I'm still coming up with some strategies for that. What do you what do you do? What's your well, tell me what's tricky about that week for you. I think because, you know, as the mom here, you know, I've got to do all of the things. And so that's a week that I can, I'm done. Okay. I'm on, I'm, I'm literally not on vacation. I'm literally still working, but it just feels like I've made it, you know, I've produced the season. Um, And so I just kind of want to, you know, stay in my jammies and watch Netflix and eat all of the things that I resisted for the other three weeks of the month. I don't want to exercise. I don't want to do anything. So that's a hard, that's, and you know what? I'm okay with taking that week. Honestly, I'm okay with taking that week, but I have to put a hard start on January. And typically it's not January 1st for me. It's usually more like January 3rd or 4th or, you know, for the moms that have kids at home, when the kids go back to school, that week becomes what I call um, merging on the highway week, because if I've made a lot of high point choices over that week, I can't just expect on January 2nd or 3rd to just boom go back and have the same momentum. I got to start cutting back. I got to start adding some fruit instead of cookies. I've got to start adding a walk in maybe instead of yep. laying on the couch. But that's how I start to get that momentum to hit January back. Strong. Yeah, because that because you're also just fighting too some of the sugar withdrawal, you yeah. know, all of those other people. Like it's it isn't it isn't as cut and dry as we'd like to. That's why sometimes mm-hmm. it's so hard to bounce back from vacations because exactly. we've done all those things and it's it's literally not that easy because you've got the sugar in your brain and they say it's mm-hmm. as, as addictive as what heroin, right? And so like you're mm-hmm. trying to train your brain not to go back to mm-hmm. more. Yeah. It's hard. Lots of water. Um, you know, for me heading into that time, I, I hear what you're saying on that. I, um, gosh, really within that, that time frame is it, there's just a lot of food everywhere. And mm-hmm. I've, we're also going to be finishing up our step bet on December 23rd. And so there's that part of relief mm-hmm. that it's over. And I just want to do exactly what you said. I want to sit and I want to veg, but mm-hmm. I don't want to lose the momentum. And so I, and also I just like the consistency of my walks. My walks are less about doing the activity and more about my brain. 
Mm. Um, how does my brain feel? What are the things that I'm thinking about? And so I usually take that week in between Christmas and new year as a reflective week, like what mm-hmm. happened in the year past? Let's think about some things that we're grateful for. Hey, what are some goals that I had this year that I didn't accomplish that I really want to, you know, put it down on paper now and and accomplish whatever this thing may be in the coming year. So I'll, I'll kind of mm-hmm. set some intentions mm-hmm. uh, for the coming year just to help kind of guide things a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, there's food is a part of that too. And I just don't want to get to January one and feel like I'm starting over again. You know, what, something that you just said reminded me of, I have this friend and her mother um, gives her these really in, unusual gifts. Okay. Um, I wish I had the whole list of them, but like one year she gave her the gift of patience. Okay. That's what she wrapped up and gave her the gift of patience. And so what, what the mom did, the grandmother of the family was created these situations that would totally annoy her daughter. I mean, I'm not even kidding you. Like it's hilarious. Um, requiring that she grow in patience. What if, and I'm having one of those aha moments, but what if we gave ourselves or, or changed the way we look at it? What if we gave ourselves literally the gift of health for the holidays? Like instead of looking at it as the gift is the relaxation, the gift is the vaginal or the high point food. But what if the gift was that I'm giving you this gift of this beautiful walk where you can set some intentions and have that quiet time or notice the nature or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, I love that. It's reframing it. It's just Mm -hmm. reframing it in our minds. Mm -hmm. Uh, Instead of feeling like, you know, I have to do this. I get to do this. I get to do this at the end of the, at the end of the year. I get, you know, it's, it, again, it's just being a little bit more intentional, but healthy holidays, somebody in our, um, somebody in the Facebook group coined that healthy holidays, not happy holidays, but healthy holidays. And I, I I'm love writing that, that down. I'm, I'm writing down healthy holidays. That's awesome. I know. I loved, I loved that. I thought that was great. Cause that's ultimately, that's what I want. I want a healthy holiday. Um, and healthy. And I think also we have to get rid of that stigma in our mind. that healthy holiday is um, carrot sticks and ranch dressing, you know, mm-hmm. and iceberg mm-hmm. lettuce. A healthy mm-hmm. holiday is how am I going to take care of myself over the holidays? How am I going to mm-hmm. live without regret? Right. What are mm-hmm. the things I'm going to eat to fuel myself, not feed my emotions? Mm-hmm. Um, enjoy. Enjoy mm-hmm. the things that are important to us at the holidays mm-hmm. and help us live it more healthfully. Mm-hmm. I'm down for that. Yeah. The word nourish um, is soothing to me. And when I think about nourishing my body, that looks a little different than indulgence. Um, it can be nourishing yourself with some really delicious things. You know, I, I, I think that, you know, throughout history, there's been feasting and there's been you know, not feasting, I hate to use like famine, but, you know, there are times when we are going to, to, to have these higher point things and how do we balance that? And what does that look like from a holistic perspective? Um, what's, you know, what's not worked in the past is deprivation, you know, hundred percent. Nope. Never worked for me at all either. Mm-mm. Well, Mm-mm. Kimmy, thank you so much for, for jumping in tonight. Um, or today I should say, I'm so grateful that you joined us. This is such a great conversation. Uh, tell everybody where they can find you as a coach when your meetings are. 
Yeah, awesome. Well, first of all, thank you for asking me. I really, I love being part of your group and I'm spying in there all the time. And, and I hate to post too much because I don't want it to seem like I'm jumping in, but I do follow along. Um, but you can find me, I have workshops on uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday and Saturday mornings. Um, I have 15 workshops a week. I do Tuesday night workshops. And I do a Thursday afternoon workshop and I will have a Wednesday noon specialty workshop coming up next week that is for those members on GLP-1 or anti-obesity medications. Awesome. So, and then I'm on Instagram, pink.sparks.joy is my Instagram if you want to follow along there. Yay. And of course, you know, don't forget to, um, if you want to see Kimmy's meeting times, you can just search, uh, inside of your WW app, um, for when all the meetings are, and you can look for her specifically, Kimmy F. Mm -hmm. Kimmy F. That's me. Awesome. Thank you. We wish you a really great week, a really successful start uh, as we get ready to start January this, or excuse me, December this coming week. I'm already into January. Look at my look where my head is. Um, and do something fun. Maybe let us know. Drop it in the comment. Tell us what fun thing you're going to do in December to have a healthy holiday season. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.